Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast. So, I mean, I, I've been trying to be pretty transparent just for pacing's sake, where we're at broadly without giving anything away. So I don't think it'll come as a big surprise to most of you when I say, you know, we're getting near the end of chapter two. This is ostensibly a mystery. So I, I guess I have two questions for you as a group. One, how is this kind of coming in as a little bit of maybe like a, a gothic horror mystery? And two, where do you think it's going? Anyone speak up. I'll say that I think this is kind of a cool gothic mystery because we still don't know what's going on. Like, we still don't know what's going on. True. But there's been all these, like, really cool nature elemental bad guys as we go on or lesser deaths or, like, all these really cool stuff that's not just only fighting great gardeners all the time. As far as where we're going, I think that we are in the middle of a situation where a monster is being powered up mm. and mm-hmm. we're going to, and and they're going to use the monster as their weapon or whatever. And we have to shut that off or stop that monster. All right. I have a theory that's kind of similar to that, but I think it's almost kind of like a, I think the souls are kind of like a sacrifice to opening up some sort of portal for a monster to come from like a different realm. Like, you know, sort of almost Cthulhu-y. Like, yeah. I think that um, we went into it thinking that the Great Gardeners were part of, like, a political intrigue story, and there may be actually more of, like, a cult situation where they're trying to, like, bring some sort of extra planar monster that we have never seen before um, into this situation by sacrificing or, like, storing the souls somehow in the final blades. Um, I, see, I think it's been, it, it has been a good um, mystery because, I again, I don't know exactly what's going on however it has to do with the the secular things right like they are the yeah it has something to do with fear and so like i don't know exactly what the the master plan is but it seems like they are controlling or using the great gardeners as kind of a front so i don't know if maybe Hmm. they are the great gardeners are more a vehicle for whatever and that was the bigger thing is i think the psychopomps and like i think nelibit or nailed storyline kind of talked about like he wasn't sure are the Sackhills answering to the, the gardeners right. or the guards of Sackhill? Are they both answering to something else? I truly cannot remember a single thing Nelibit said because I was too focused on how horrible <laughs> he was. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as the, the Gothic theme, um, I think it's on point because like every room we enter, we really have no idea what we're going into. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the, um, not a lot, but some of the, um, creatures we fought, like the Grey Gardeners. We sort of have an idea of what we're getting into. But most of the time, there's something else that's there as well, and we just have no clue what we're about to fight. Like the the Water Dancer is an example. Like, oh, yeah. Can, you can't really prepare for something like yeah. that, you know? We, we have no idea in any given room we're going into what we're going to face. Um, I do agree, I think, that it's like, powering something up that these deaths or these souls are probably powering something up and we have no idea what that is and i'm worried Mm -hmm. that midnight 
is like we're turning this motherfucker on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um we that the next few hours of this will be terrifying do you think that uh we pathfinder does not do this but do you think that it's designed to get to midnight to let the monster go or do you think mm-hmm. that you think we're supposed to interrupt do you think we're yeah. supposed to get there? Yeah, first? like is this going to happen have, regardless? We may have already mm-hmm. interrupted though, right? By by stressing with the sigils up top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a potential that the reveal is not what you we expect it to be. That we think we like collapsed the network, right? Potentially, mm-hmm. yeah. Because th- we think they were all f- uh, flowing to this one, and then to we, and from. Yeah. Well, right. the network, right. but we may have already damage may have already been done, right? Like. You turn off a battery that's being charged, there's still a lot of juice in that battery. Right. So we may still have to find that's something. True. But maybe yeah. that means it has a weakness because we didn't let it reach its weakness its full is potential. I think it might even just be like the imagery of the final blades, but um, it kind of reminds me of the His Dark Materials series. I don't know if y'all have read that. Um, well, in which case it's kind of a spoiler for that series. But there is, there's like a theme of a blade that essentially like severs the soul from the body. So when they like, you know, chop this blade down in between the two entities, it like removes your soul from your body. And I think that that's kind of what it reminds me of as far as like storing the souls within this. And part of the theme of that book series is that it's like, you know, it creates this one very brief like flicker of it in intense power to have that process happen. Yeah. So I feel like that is definitely what we're onto here. I could see the cycle pumps not being stoked about that mm-hmm. power oh, being yeah. utilized as well. Fucking yeah. with the flow of souls. Yeah, fucking with the flow For of phrasmas. Sure. Yeah, those those souls power. are owed to phrasma. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if not her boneyard specifically, I, I can't remember in canon if like you go to the realm of your god if you're a devout worshiper or everyone goes to the boneyard and then like they get sorted out or whatever the deal is. But yeah, phrasma ain't big on that. Well like uh, with many mysteries, only time will tell. And we have and precious little of it. You're sort of on a, a ticking clock now as we talk about time. I wouldn't say sort of. Yeah, we are, yeah, we quite, are literally, quite literally, literally on a ticking clock. Literally a giant like black obsidian clock up in the ballroom. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually think if it's all right that that's something that maybe the characters would be discussing at this point also like that whole situation so I think like having Val run up to this gardener and been like tell us what's going on and he's like I would rather die and she's like okay and then he's gone and she'll just look at Dro and be like I did try to talk to them that's technically true what's going on here I feel like there's no way that these gardeners are just after some sort of political cause I'll do like a whirly sword, put my sword away and look at uh, Mr. Potted Plant over here. Yeah, I'm helping him out. And Where's that t- coming from? Getting the dirt out of his mouth. and. Yeah, what's going you. on? Hey, what is going on is that I was being tortured because my bodyguard did not guard my body. Uh, well, I, I mean, you are alive, so technically we did guard your body. Yeah. You did not tell us it would be so different. No, you Perhaps are, we should uh, are you hurt? talk would about you? the rates. No, you are. You are, you are right. Uh, you are right, Mr. Himmelgale. I, I am very grateful to all of you. Honestly, I, I think. 
Yeah, she is allergic to that bullshit. (laughs) 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 I think that I, uh, they would have made this attempt regardless, and uh, I think even if my former bodyguards had not been executed as they were, they would have struggled in a fight like this with, which you seem to handle quite easily, no? Yeah, they were pretty lame, actually. Well, uh, Are you okay? I, I will, I will be, um... I do not know what it was that set them off. I I did hear something interesting uh, when they were bringing me in. One of the gardeners was asking another if uh, anyone had been seen on the stairs nearest the blade. Uh, apparently they, they'd said no, but one of them made some comment that if, if anyone is to go through that door and take the stairs up above, that uh, the evening might not go as they had intended during the unmasking. I do uh... not know what that means, but... It's funny you mention that because we you were that? captured and tortured while we were up those stairs. And we were almost killed by some grim reapers. Yes, they were very Literally sad. death tried to come out and kill us and almost did. And I think that I talked to a god anyway. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Night. Did I not tell you guys that? I don't think so. So Val would maybe look at you guys and be like, all right, now might be a good time to tell you that when we were fighting upstairs, I heard a voice and saw the spiral of phrasma, and I was told that the gods have seen eye to eye and that our job here is not done. Hmm. Uh, If you would like, I can remove the stupefied condition for you. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, yeah, whatever, and kind of storms off. That sounds quite promising. Perhaps destiny is on our side. But I think that whatever's going on here, I don't think that the Lady of the Boneyard particularly likes souls being withheld Mm. within whatever plan is happening. I personally don't think that the Great Gardeners are actually behind this scheme. I think they're a tool of some sort. I'll also note that you didn't just hear a voice. You heard two things in unison. You heard a woman's voice and then some just like intensely overpowering clicking. But I don't know if you were withholding that on purpose. I, yeah, I don't think that I don't think that Val would tell them um, the terrifying praying mantis god of assassins was in my head. <laughs> MBD. I'm sure everything you heard was very soothing and not at all scary. Although I'm pretty sure that they know she is an assassin at this point. So you've wrapped yourself in a cloak of magical blood of the people you've killed. Yeah. It's possible that a Chekak himself came to speak to me as well. Magistrate. Uh, yes. What would you like to do at this point? I should go back to the party. If I'm seen as gone as too long, it will just give them more reason to come for me. But what did they want to know from you? They were asking about cases that I had done and details, just trying to in intimidates me. I sometimes stick my nose around. I, And I will still say this, even as close as this comes, perhaps I, if anything, I think it makes me feel more more, it makes me feel like this is even more important, but the gardeners claim justice, but it is not justice. To have done a wrong does not mean their whole life could be full of only wrong. They were asking me about rulings I had made, the reasons behind them, the any potential allies that I have, and I, uh, I'm embarrassed to say that should it have gone on longer, it would have been difficult not to name you. So scared did I find myself there at the end. Oh, I think they're already quite aware of us. Well, I, look, I know that I have already paid you for this, but you have gone above and beyond, and it sounds like you are doing more in service of 
difficult and perhaps of Galarian than just to keep me a judge here and alive. And he reaches down and takes this chain kind of off his neck and lifts it over his head. It's a really elegant neck chain. It seems to be made of platinum and gives it to you, Watson. Oh, thank you for your He's necklace. got jewelry fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> I have a head <laughs> I hope that you would take this and... My Watson's like, get ready with me for a day of adventure. <laughs> First I put on my cloak, yeah. <laughs> put on my cool necklace. I'm sorry, my head slot is already taken up. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that it's a first edition Pathfinder thing. It oh. does not work quite the oh, same here. Plus, this is non-magical. Uh, oh, oh. It's just worth like a fuck ton of money. Oh, oh. <laughs> but when you feel the weight of it, I hope you remember the weight of responsibility that, you, that seems to drive your actions now. It is not always a light task to uphold order or peace, but it seems like your shoulders are strong enough to carry this burden. Well, thank you. It's been very nice to know you, Pornfold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Earning that explicit tag, we bring uh, you this character. <laughs> I was going to say, earning that explicit tag, we bring you Trent. <laughs> <laughs> you're quite filthy and covered in dirt. Uh, and do you have there's any, a lot of blood. No. Nope. Uh, no. no. Are you hurt? Do you need a, a little bit of healing or anything? I, I, yes. sh- I should oh. be fine. I think I am just uh, shaken up. It's uncomfortable, but I, I will live thanks to you. I can remove the frightened condition. I, your presence here has done much to calm my nerves. Oh, okay. Isn't and it I funny? I appreciate that. That we all met when you were getting arrested. I don't know what you're talking about. It, uh, it is you weird. You have slept no? since then. I guess I don't. <laughs> I think while they're talking, Val would start rifling through the bodies of the Grey Gardeners, see if they have anything cool. Get uh, the heads in a bag, please. Dear okay. God. <laughs> Fox is also gonna uh, like go through his. He's, he planted all those invisible eyeballs, and oh, he's gonna right. go scan oh, yeah. through all those and make sure nothing crazy is going on in the party room. It's like Batman going through his files. Like, so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's getting closer to eleven. And so you start to see like there's an energy and attention kind of building in the room. Um, in this room? Uh, no, in the main room. Because Fox room. is basically spying into oh. the ballroom. Yeah. Uh, what's up, Trent? Continue with his in, unless... No, that's just it. It's just sort of okay. a tension building. You're getting closer to 11. You kind of get the impression that something might be happening. People then. appear to be on edge. So yeah. Watson wants to, while we're all sort of milling about in here for a little mm-hmm. bit, Watson wants to pull Val aside. And he's like, um, I understand I'm very embarrassed to, to say something about this, but <clears throat> I am very old and oh God, <laughs> I, I do not think I have much longer in, in this life. She's going to be like, Watson, that's very kind, but you're like a father to me and it would oh, just be no, weird. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I lost that ability long ago. Uh, much more. <laughs> You're a healer. You can't fix that. <laughs> we don't have uh, those. Uh, well, it, it takes a lot more powerful magic than than I'm I'm capable of. <laughs> but uh, no, 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 not at all, not at all. Oh, I, okay, okay, I, thank uh, God. No, it's uh, it's more much more serious. Uh, I I come from deep in the Mindspin Mountains, and my father is buried there, 
and uh, the Moonstone Dagger that has been so much of note between us, uh, I must ask that you return this dagger to my father's grave. It's very, very important that that take place. And so I'm go- I'm keeping it because I don't trust you with it for right now. <laughs> but should anything happen to me before the end of all this, you must promise me that you will take it. And I think Val, like, almost kind of retorts or says something snarky and then just stops and says... I will. Thank you. And she kind of, like, pats Watson on the shoulder and is uncharacteristically not mean. And uh, Watson just turns back to the group and goes, All right, let's do this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone need to take any heal actions, refocus actions before returning to the party while you sort of have some solitude and privacy here? I I could use 80-ish points of healing. I can uh, just do... um, Actually, you know what? Let's see. Okay, so... Watson, uh, you treat medicine on Drasharis, the only one of the group who's actually wounded right now. And Fox, you said that you uh, refocused? Yeah, refocused. What do you think that looks like? Like, what, what does studying or focusing look like for Fox? Huh, that's a good question. Um, I think it just, it, I think he just takes some time and sets himself apart from the group. Um, and I think he does jot some stuff down and there's, he's got a journal okay. um, that he's had from before. I think he's jotting some stuff down in there and then just overall just kind of tuning everyone out. Okay. So with this study, it's getting pretty close to 11. Uh, what's the party going to do? Oof. Escort Torvald back down and or Torvald back down. Or and, Torvald. Yep. <laughs> That's fucking me up. Let's call them 17 different things. Um, Escort him back down, but I think it would be best of us to, like, come into the room laughing it off or, you know, tell a joke or, you know. Do we feel like there's any more of this building that we could access and explore that we haven't already? Or is that generally, like, we've been to where we think we can go? I mean, there's always more places you can go. The, the focus of the attention certainly seems to be connected to this mm-hmm. room, mm-hmm. Uh, the central room, like the ballroom. That seems to be where it's going down. Will really she quick. take him to the... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, before we leave this room, I just want to do the that's odd thing and try to pick up one non-obvious thing about this new space. Uh, Is there ye- anything weird in this room? Yeah, there's a one of the plants doesn't have the tree in it anymore. It looks like someone's head was shoved into it. Sure. Okay. <laughs> that is odd. <laughs> Also, do you want to reset? Because you've had almost 15, 20 minutes here. Do you want to reset any leads and declare any leads? Um, yeah, I don't know if I can do this. I just kind of like, I feel like the main thing that I'm curious about right now is like what happens at midnight. And so a lead on the clock. The clock could be it and yeah. or the final blade. Okay, I'm going to do the clock and the blade. Yeah, I see you got 20 minutes, give or take. So it's almost probably like 10.50, 10.55 at this point. And you all head back into the party. I suppose we just go back down and try to see what we can find out before whatever happens at midnight is supposed to happen, although I think we very well might have foiled that already. Should we take the magistrate up to that room where all the shit was going on? Yeah, maybe we should tell him what's going on. I mean, he was, he's been here the whole time you've been discussing your different yeah. ideas. 
So he's not really sure, and he just said, like, I, I want to be at the party, sort of seen there, so as to not look weak. So I think okay. we will say to Ortbald, like, what we found upstairs was a series of runes that seemed to control a network of final blades. We tampered with them as much as we were able to, and we're hoping that that means that whatever they're planning to use them for won't work. Oh, it worked. I did a really good job. <laughs> All it cost you was your lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Can I just reiterate that that's like the most stressed I've ever been ostensibly doing an activity for fun was playing <laughs> mm-hmm. that sure. episode. Sweating. Sure. sweating during that episode. Um, so I'm, I guess we take Popeye back downstairs. Why would you say that about me? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let him mingle, but definitely keep a closer eye on him. Sure. Perhaps. And Val wants to keep an eye out for the hosts as well, and then also kind of just, like, examine the clock and the final blade and see if there's anything else I can gain. Sure. Do you want to make a check for that? Sure. You've already made checks for them. Yeah. Uh, which you want to try to examine, the clock or the blade? The clock. Okay. So you look at the clock. There's there's something really strange about it, for sure. It gives you a really uncomfortable feeling, uh, something dread. It's It's something immense. From this far away, you can't get more details, but... There, there is something ominous about the clock. So, <laughs> how far away are we from the clock? The clock's 60, 70 feet up in the air, uh, mm. sort of above the main entrance of the ballroom. I guess then when I'm walking around with um, the magistrate, I would like to try to do a perception or whatever skill mm-hmm. you want me to use to see... Is anyone looking at him surprised that he's back downstairs hanging out with people? Sure. Uh, I got your perception bonus here. So looking around the room, you do get a couple. I I feel like I need to use that after the statement a little bit. You look around. uh, It's hard with people with masks covering people's faces. It's hard to read their emotions. You do get a couple of longer glances, but you can't tell that's just because... It's clearly a judge. There's blood on his clothes. You're not pulling a direct read. The, the vibe of this whole room is so uncomfortable and strange. Now, someone or some of you mentioned wanting to keep an eye out for like the hosts. Yes, Val does. So I think it, it becomes pretty clear for you to spot uh, Yasmina because she starts clearing people off the dance floor. Hmm. And a number of servants huh? start. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> the water dancer comes back, and they're like, burr, burr, burr. "It's a dance circle. <laughs> <laughs> it's a walk off." And the servants come out, and while she's clearing the dance floor, the servants start setting up these posts with red streamers to mark off a large area of the ballroom floor. Oh my god! Oh. Like really, most of the northern portion, sort of north of the final blade, between the final blade. And the entrance. They're going to summon something. I don't yeah, like this at all. I don't all. like that one little bit. As the last pole kind of is, is placed to mark out this empty area, you see her hold up her hand for quiet. And the whole room drops silent, all the murmuring and the conversation. You notice now that she's wearing uh, a... N- Yet a new mask, this one with a simple frown rather than her earlier smile. You don't see her mouth open, but you just hear her coming from behind her mask. The Grey Gardeners have been a part of God's history from the beginning. 
land shall be here to cultivate its end. Let us entertain you with this pageant of Galton history. I'm sorry, what? Galt history. No, Galton no, history. it's the end of Galt? Yeah, Galton history. Uh, of course. She makes this grand motion and um, kind of coming out from behind some of the different passageways that had tapestries marked over them, you see dozens of featureless clay automatons march out nope. into this central stage. Mm-mm. She then continues Mm-mm. to speak. Lo, it is a gala night in the lonesome latter years. And as she sort of begins to take these motions, all the automatons mimic the motions behind her of of these different things to which she's speaking and describing. Would anyone do anything immediately to this? I believe that I would Assassin's Creed my way a little bit closer. Sure. Um, just so I can get a better viewpoint. And when these things start killing everybody, I can be there. <laughs> <laughs> so, but are you paying at all attention to what she's saying or just sort of circling in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm listening to what she's saying and just kind of getting closer to hopefully mm-hmm. while she's talking, she's not as noticeable of me getting up there. Possibly. Uh, anyone else? Um, kind of just relative, relative position, relative attention or focus. I think Fox is going to pull up his hood, which... Oh. Uh, allows him to go invisible. Sure. Ooh. <clears throat> and he's gonna um He's gonna take flight. Oh shit, okay. And he's gonna position himself over this area. And if you remember there also are a ton of uh like big hanging cloths that were sort of disguising the hole from the room above. Yeah. So even if you do come out of invisibility, there is places to hide in these big draperies from yeah. the ceiling. And I have a feet. That lets lets me uh, hide when I'm flying, also. So that's fucking cool. <laughs> cool, uh, um, Watson. Okay. The headband mm-hmm. gives me a spell. Yes. Called augury. Yeah. Mm. Can predict results up to thirty minutes into the future. Ooh. GM gives a best guess of wheel. The results will be good. Woe. The results will be bad. Wheel and woe. Results will be a mix of good and bad or nothing. There are no particular bad or good results. Okay. How long does it take to cast? secret DC flat check. It takes 10 minutes to cast. Okay. So and, you're and it will be 30 minutes into the future. So you're going to be casting this while this performance goes on. Yes. What's the in, flat check? Basically, in, in theory, Watson would be waiting to cast this until like the moment of midnight striking. He, want, he wants to, the results of midnight. So basically, so you'll, like, be, you'll be having it sort of trigger at about 1130, hmm. give or take? Yeah. Or like eleven thirty-five. You're literally doing the Doctor Strange in like yeah. Marvel Infinity yeah. War, being like, "I've yeah. seen billions of futures." Yeah. <laughs> What's the DC on that flat check? DC six flat okay. check. All right, I'll I'll let you know when that's rolled. Okay. All right, Val, you're the last one. This performance is playing out. Oof. Yeah, I think Val is just gonna try to um, use her perception skills to see if like. Is there anything going on outside of the performance? Like, is the performance potentially distracting everyone from other movements going on around the room? So you'll be kind of keeping your eyes out. So, Joshua, you're the only one really paying attention to the subject matter of the performance. 
Uh, what do you feel stronger in? Occultism or society? Occult. What's your bonus? 21. Okay. I'm going to ask for you just to roll some occult checks. Okay. To maybe gather some meaning from this. I also want to, before we get too far, the heads are in my bag. You did chop the heads off? bag of holding. Okay. You chopped the heads off those gray gardeners and brought them in a bag? Most of those heads were missing. That's true. I have a statement to give later. Yeah, I need those heads. (laughs) All right. So let's, if you all entertain me, let's, uh, let's take a look at this performance. Let's go back to her first words then. And I want you to picture this. So with everyone set up, we go back to Yasmina at the center of the room this troop of clay automatons just set out behind her. And as she recites this pageant, they're sort of acting out all the steps with it. Back to that first line. Lo, tis a gala night within the lonesome latter years an angel throng be winged, bed tight, in veils and drowned in tears, sit in a theater to see a play of hopes and fears, while the orchestra breeds fitfully the music of the spear of spheres. Mimes in the form of God on high, mutter and mumble low, and hither and thither fly, mere puppets they who come and go, at bidding of vast formless things that shift the scenery to and fro, flapping out from their condor wings, invisible, woe. And they're acting kind of all of this out, the automatons at the, the lines of at bidding vast formless things, that scenery shifts to and fro. The automatons are mimicking moving around something large and heavy. Give me either, like I said, a cultism or a society check here. Or what lures do you have, Drusaris? Warfare. Okay. Um, I also have society and stealth. Yeah, go with, go with or society. Or not stealth, but society and occult. Give me a cultism or society. Okay. And I'll let you roll this. What do you got? That's not great. How's a 25? You're not really able to, to parse the meaning mm-hmm. from those two parts, but she continues. That motley drama, oh... Be sure it shall not be forgot, with its phantom chased for every more by a crowd that sees it not, through a circle that ever returneth in to the self-same spot, and much of madness and woe of sin and horror the soul of the plot. Uh, the phantom chased evermore, the crowd seized by it not. The automatons are whirling and dancing closely as though moving sort of through each other, weaving in and out of their own pattern. Give me another society check. Trying to read into this. Um, 35. So you realize that some form of, of spirit or spectral creature seems to be relating here to the midnight unmasking. That's sort of what this is alluding to. The performance goes on. I imagine this is sort of like playing out. I'm giving you the highlights, but it's this long, drawn-out pageant. But see, amid the mimic rout, 
A crawling shape intrude. A blood-red thing that rives from out. The scenic solitude. It writhes, it writhes with mortal pangs. The mimes become its food. And seraphs sob at vermin fangs in human gore imbued. Out, out are the lights, out all. And all over each quivering form, the curtain, a funeral pall, comes down with the rush of a storm. While angels all pallid and run, uprising, unveiling, affirm the play that is the tragedy, man and its hero, the conqueror worm. Oh. Yeah. I literally no. just texted them and said, I think these are lines from a poem about the conqueror worm. <laughs> So let's play through a couple things here. That sounds bad. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. (laughs) Can you Um, tell me how worm is spelled? W-O-R-M. Okay. Hey, Watson. Oh, no. It would have been leading up to this last stanza's performance. Bad. The outcome is very, very bad. I don't think it says you could save... You had to say very, but I appreciate that. <laughs> I think his eyes like flash white. He's like, you know, against a side wall and his eyes flash white and he just like comes to and he looks at whoever's around and he's like, oh no, oh no, 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 this is terrible. We're going to cut right from that. Drusher, as you're kind of piecing this together, give me that final occultism or society check to parse meaning from this. 35. So during the line, a curtain, a funeral pall, the automatons are mimicking fainting, falling, and then just lying still. You realize this is in fact sort of a a story not of Galt's history, but perhaps it's a bit of a performance of what is to come now. The mask is building to some event involving a powerful undead creature. No. And it's kind of right at this moment <gasps> Watson, I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly GM overrule you here. You had that prepared 30 minutes out, but I think you're in almost a state. Like this is delivered so hard that those last 30 minutes to midnight seem to just bleed away from you during this performance, overwhelmed. And as this finishes, somehow that whole, you know, the 30 seconds of performance, let's say that takes the hour of takes the hour, that 30 seconds of me reading that poem for you. All of a sudden, there's like this calm, this silence. All the palls are sort of taken away. The dance floor reopens. People are sort of flooding back into that area. And the clock is minutes from midnight. All right. I would try to regroup with everybody. The same, there. Everybody went back into that dance floor circle. Uh, just is now milling throughout the entire mm-hmm. ballroom. I think Val would run over to Watson and be like, "What did you see, Watson? What? Because you were saying like this is terrible." It is time. It's come. And it's just at that moment that I was really like a cheer starts to rise out from the crowd. <laughs> As you hear it, now you're still up in the, you're still up sort of hiding up in the drapes in the top, right, Fox? Mm -hmm. It's even louder for you as there's a single dong as the hour hand of the clock 
reaches midnight. Nearly everyone in the crowd starts cheering, screaming. Everyone starts pulling their masks off. Uh, Jane, you explicitly said you were watching uh, the audience, right? Or like the people around looking for signs or things that stood out to you. Yeah. And so you would have seen that like even as people's hands are reaching for their masks and getting ready, there are like plenty of people are grabbing it, ready to pull it off, but at least a dozen uh, have their hands only loosely over their masks like they have no intention of pulling them off. Hmm. As it's the, if you're gonna, if you'll allow me, when it strikes midnight, I would like to attempt to stealth and blend into the crowd That's and fine. disappear. Because it's it's in that moment that like everyone is sort of just looking around. Uh, the, the masks are yanked off. Some throw them onto the floor. Others throw them into the air. People are looking around the room with just sort of like unbridled curiosity. Several people though, and you spot this first, Val, uh, lower their hands without removing the masks. And at this point you realize the two hosts of the party are now standing in front of the entrance to the room, crying out in unison. Now you see who among us are the Grey Gardeners and who are the dead. And at that utterance in the center of the room, the final blade begins to just shudder and shake. Oh, God. And it's, it's as if light, almost like a dim, small lax of light, clusters of spectral forms scream and shriek and explode out from the final blade in this screams of soul curdling rage that begins to coalesce into this massive ghostly form the size of a small hut or even a very small house inside of this room and space hmm oh god <laughs> I'm very scared let's go home and then sneaks out the front door <laughs> yeah bye oh, what We're what do you mean who are the dead and I'd like uh, for all of you, I'm not going to hold down the describe button because I'm not going to change the mood here. This is a size huge creature. Yeah. Who would like to describe this? Ah! Oh, no. I don't even know how to. <laughs> Come on, someone uh, take a shot uh, at this. Wait, I'm sorry. Does the little label there say gray death as yes. in night of the gray death of oh, the yeah. whole game? Oh, my God. Yeah, and this is only chapter two. Okay, it's uh, like an amalgam of skeletons and ghouls and fog and blackness like black smoke it's like that, a tornado of death but it also has, has arms. arms yeah and kind of claws and lots of faces and it it's looks like made of smoke Ugh. it looks like it's a healer <laughs> yeah honestly we could probably and she would look at Drosharis and be like we could definitely talk to it diplomacy? right diplomacy <laughs> <laughs> well you know what time it is Drosharis, you can use stealth. Fox, you can use stealth. Oh my Watson, God. I'll let you use. Will? Uh, I'll let you use nature in connection with magic. Uh, Jane, perception. All of you do get plus one. Mm. Go ahead and give me some initiative. Uh, How's everyone feeling going into this? 
Oh, I'm terrified. Good, 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 good. Everyone else? Can uh, I just say that I was, uh, I'm being very social to the gray death, and so I could use my society bonus instead? No. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, also, for those of you who want to, go ahead and place your miniature. You specified want to. Uh, around the map. Otherwise, I'll place it wherever I want. Oh, I see. I see the choice. Yeah. So I didn't know that we were doing, like, the finale of the whole chapter right now. <laughs> oh, I said we're getting close to the end. And what if this isn't oh, the finale? Oh, that would be so bad. So you can see where I've marked out the size of this creature on the map. That's how big it is. It's oh. 15 feet across, 15 feet high. Front door. Front door is over. Yeah, there to the, the north is how I've sort of defined this. And there's tons of Is this of where the dance everything. thing was? Yeah, the okay. dance is sort of the north of that between it, but it's, there's people just mingled all throughout the room now. Excellent. Everyone have their initiative rolled? Yes. All right, Fox, what's your initiative? Uh, 44 stealth. Excellent. Excellent. Nice. Okay, what about Val? What's your initiative? 38. Okay, Watson? How about a 46? Wow. Nice. And Drosharis? 37. Oof. Okay. This thing... We'll get to act first. Oh, of course. And we will begin the combat with this giant undead thing's turn. Don't lie to the people. There's a dozen gray gardeners in there, too. You just set oh up 10 million pawns There's on so the map who are all gray gardeners. gardeners. There's 10 gray gardener assassins and two gray gardener director generals, the two hosts, guarding the uh, the only exit into and out of the building, at least oh. the main exit. Are all the other people from the party still hazard. in here, too? Oh, yeah. Everyone's still in here. Hundreds of people are in here. And so I think this thing is going to whip around and you can just see already the people around it life seems to be just draining out of them and straight into this creature it towers 15 20 feet above everyone here and it is going to move oh yeah um it's going to use an ability called Flailing Touch. And because, you know, you already did see the name of it, it doesn't give anything away to say this creature is called the Grey Death. Flailing Touch, two actions. The grayling, the Grey Death makes up to four hand strikes, each against a different target it can reach. Jesus. For these strikes, it increases its reach up to 100 feet. <laughs> oh. What? These okay. strikes count as one attack for the Grey Death's multiple attack penalty, and the penalty doesn't increase until after cool 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 so let's uh, go upstairs and fight the lesser deaths <laughs> yeah. yeah so let's let's just go around the table we'll start with an attack against you jason what the, what the hell we messed with all the runes and it still appeared we almost died for nothing so you think all right so the first hits coming in against you jace oh fuck you're oh, kidding me no i could way. see that no way Critical hit now. Oh my god. Oh, let's go, man. Oh, man. Here we go. Oh, we're in it. Oh, now. I just got the chills. Oh, this is. I've been looking forward to this for so long. All right. Let's just grab some D10s, <laughs> several of them, for, for no reason. Jared's at all. crying. <laughs> okay, look. I could have rolled better, 
Uh, I could have rolled a lot better. So right out the gate here. Oh, I guess this is a critical. Oh, that's a natural 20. Mm -hmm. That's a creature hiding. That's mm -hmm. a card. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, it's not good. Hey, how do, how do you feel about negative energy damage? Negative Bad. damage? Yeah. Um, it's fine. Okay, I wasn't sure like, if you had a resistance to it. because No, not negative. Stuff. Okay. So this is, this is, um, I guess this is... Mm. Although I do have, I do have critical resistance. I'm going to call this bludgeoning. Okay. Uh, you become sickened two. Okay. And slowed one for okay. as long as you're sickened. Oh, All right. God. Which is pretty mm. brutal. Mm. So the damage you're about to take, and it is doubled because of uh, things... You're gonna take 66 points of negative energy damage okay. as it slams into you critically. And, and you now, said I'm slowed one and sickened two? Uh, uh huh. Okay. For, and you're slowed one for as long as you're sickened. Mm -hmm. Now, I also need you to make a fortitude save as it starts to sap the life out of you as soon as it touches. It's not, not good. Um, it's a fortitude, though. You're good at those, right? And that's a decent roll. Okay. 40. Oh, that's a failure. Okay. Whoa. But what about... Hold on. Does Juggernaut affect failures at all? I don't know. I don't, no, I don't, I don't think successes, so. crit successes. So you are drained one. <sighs> Which is going to reduce your hit points by your level, reduce your fortitude saved. It's not good. All right, let's keep sharing the love. Now another hit, full attack value coming in at Fox. It wasn't hidden. Uh, what is what? That's a good question. What's your um? I rolled stealth too. If that's a thing. Uh, maybe this thing is a really high. Oh no, sorry. This thing I didn't has think, yeah. life sense. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Of course it does. But uh, yeah, so it knows it knows where you are. Um, I don't know if Jane can see what I just rolled again. Are you kidding me? Are you watching these hit the ground, or is he setting them down? I mean, that one honestly, I didn't see hit the ground, so I think he's probably lying. That it. Okay. That's insane. So I, I did roll. I did roll notably better on that one. Um, I do feel a little bad. And what was what was uh, the thing about range? Its range becomes a hundred feet for this attack. Its reach. Okay. Do you think the point of this? Because I assume adventure? I'm up, up somewhere. Yeah, you are, but you okay. you're within a hundred feet. Yeah, no, I figured that. But. Um, go ahead, Jane. What were you saying? Do you think the point of this adventure is just that uh, everybody dies and it's not fun? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> they're like, you know what? Maybe. Let's let's actually do a twist this time <laughs> where no one can succeed. And they're uh, always sad. Like, that sounds awesome. I have a question. This sounds like an adventure for me. What's <laughs> up, Trent? I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. No, I'm sorry to him. Oh. If he's flying uh -huh. and he gets hit, sure. does he have to roll concentration? I, and, and, I don't know what the rules are. Oh, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Flying. I'll look, I'll look I, into it. I don't believe that's the case. I think they simplified flying a lot. We're if on not, the same team, Trent. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just love the rules so much. <laughs> okay, so that's this is going to be a lot of damage. Um, this is going to be... Oh, God, this is a horrible math moment. Sorry, everyone. Ninety-four points of negative energy damage. Ninety-four? Oh, my God. Yeah, I rolled really well. Oh. Super. And now give me a fortitude mm -hmm. saving throw. 
Oh, and a card, because this is a natural 20 again. Wait, I feel really on. bad. 92, uh, you said, right? Yeah. I don't feel like you do. <laughs> I don't. I feel like you feel really Wait, good. No, uh, 94, because it was 40, 94. It's 47 doubled, right? Did I do that right? 94, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay, hold on. No. Yes. No? Yes. Okay. Yes. No. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes or no? No. I, yes. No, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, actually, so no, I drew... This will be a few one. Uh, I drew one its ability is called two for one. Deal normal damage to one target and then uh, to one target oh adjacent to the normal uh, to the original target. No one's adjacent to you, Ooh. so no other critical effects. I'm adjacent. I to was everybody. gonna say uh, this is adjacent. No adjacent. <laughs> oh, that's <a> very. <laughs> God damn it! That's a good joke. Okay. All right. Now we're gonna it. swing over. At to, forty-four. Uh, so you're fine. Okay. You're not. Your life is not sapped out of you yet. Uh, Val. How nice for you. Your turn. <laughs> that yeah. face. Great. Attacks coming in at you. Mm-hmm. Hey, I didn't roll a natural 20. Still rolled really good, though. Uh, how do you feel? Asking for me, a friend. Uh, how do you feel about 55 to hit? Oh, yeah, that's a crit. Nice, but not a card. Sure. <gasps> sure. Oh, okay, all right. And look, there's only one enemy that you're aware of. Roll some damage. How is it hitting all of us when there's like a hundred people to choose from in this room? You just, you have such good life. It's just really interested in your life. Mm, does mm-hmm. seem like garbage a bit. <laughs> yeah. That, this thing's cheating. That's fair. Yeah. It it's like, a, those are the main characters. It has Kill the NPCs. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be, so critical is double. You're going to take uh, 66 points of negative energy damage. <laughs> and then you have fortitude saving throw. <laughs> I'd rather not. I understand. Okay, tiny dice. Don't let me tiny die. Don't let me down. Um. Hmm. <laughs> Did it let you down? It kind of let me down. I'm not gonna lie. It's just waiting for oh, the right wait, moment. Wait, 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 wait. No, do we have to do this right now? <laughs> it's probably not gonna be good. Fuck you. It's a 33. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh wait, a 33 on the fortitude. Yeah. Oh That's shit! Not That's not good. At uh, all. It's it's not. It was a natural seven. I rolled a forty. Okay. Uh, well, so it's not a critical failure. Okay, good. So you are just drained one, which is uh, going to be. Oh god, it's a lot of things. You can put it's a can you can put it in here lab and make it easy for yourself. So tr- could I just quit the podcast instead? You say that a lot now. <laughs> you cannot. Matter of fact, this oh, book has been really hard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we'll do that, and now uh, we're gonna go over to Trent. Let's see. Can I roll a third twenty? If you do, I'm gonna flip this table. I, I'm not, but I did just roll the same as I rolled against Jane. Fifty-five to hit Watson. That's a miss. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Excellent. Perfect. That is definitely a crit. Yeah. Oh, oh, I rolled well on this one. So too. I assume this is like intended to crit. Uh, I mean, very frequently, yeah. Um, I mean, if someone's playing a champion, you might have some chances, but yeah. it's, it's, they're going to do really good at this. A hundred fucking feet, man. For this special action. Look. Yeah, that's exactly what it says. There is no escaping it. No. Oh, yeah, so this, we can't this is, go again, anywhere. Uh, 94 points of negative energy damage. 94 90, points? Oh, it's okay. a crit. I rolled really well. And uh, go ahead and give me a fortitude save. <laughs> Oh, actually, wait a second, Jane. Um, against you, it was only a 53 to hit. Okay. No? Like, that matters. <laughs> that is Fine. a 41. 
to my fort save. Uh, phew, that's a fail. Oh no. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you're gonna be drained one. Drained one. It has one action left. So look, it only has three actions a turn. That was two actions. Oh. <laughs> it's going to use an ability called Resentful Possession. I don't know if you have any special bonuses against this because I'm coming in at you, Jason. You're going to possess me? Uh, I don't know. I'm actually excited. So this, this, this has <laughs> the, then you don't have to play. I think I get to play against all of you. <laughs> but, so this, this, has, this has the traits, in case you have any bonuses, curse, occult, enchantment, mental, and uh, possession. I don't think you have any bonuses, but I want to throw it out there. No. All right. So this can be well, used against... for this. Hey, question. Are you a living creature? Yes. Okay, just double checking. Uh, give me a will How save. Nice, but yes. <laughs> give me a will save. Well, that's the one I'm not great at. All right, you got this. And this is its last action. Oof. Uh, 41. Oh, just missed. I rolled an 18. Yeah, this is a big creature. That's crazy. A fragment of one of the embittered souls from this creature lodges itself in you and begins to turn you against your allies. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> so here's the deal. This is so bad. Jason, oh, stop looking flying. so happy. <laughs> While this fragment is inside you, you do not count as anyone's ally for the purpose of providing flanking. May I control myself? You may. Uh, and a would-be ally that tries to cast a spell that normally works on an ally must succeed a... DC 42 counteract check or the spell has no effect. Now, that being said, Trent, if it's a spell like a heal that can target anyone, then that, that isn't the case. But if it's specifically allies only, then the, there's a resistance. So basically. he's not intrinsically trying to attack and kill us all right now? Yes, correct. But that's just, also specifically a spell, not like treat condition. Uh, correct, yeah. It expressly okay. spells I that see. only target allies. Um, so target creature, in my mind, would still apply, but target ally is when the counteract check. Okay. Okay, uh, that's its turn. Hey, Watson, it's your turn. Watson would like to run out the front door. Uh, quick pause. It's blocked by 24 uh, Gardner. Oh, right. I need you to do something else for me. <laughs> the back door, then. You know what? I would love to. So this creature has an aura. Mm -hmm. You're beginning your turn close enough to this. Oof, I'm going to need you. Oh, this is going to be, this is going to be really brutal. I'm sorry. This, you are going to, as soon as you start your turn within the aura of this creature, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you are going to take, let me just do some math, 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 19 points of negative energy damage. And then I need a fortitude save. What? You want to know the name of this ability, just for the fun of it? Mm. Kill? Great. Soul bleed. Yes, tell us no. how proud of yourself you are, James. No, this is, this is, the right <laughs> this is soul bleed. Fort soul bleed, bleed. bleed. Yeah. is a 43. Okay, you succeed. Nothing else happens. It is your turn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got this, bro. Let me count out some steps real quick. Sure. No problem at all. What's, what's what do the you guys, worst that could I happen? Want, I would like I, to ask a question as a group. Yeah. What do you guys think of Joshar's being possessed by the monster? I'm... Well, I don't like it. Very scared by it. Yeah. It seems really bad. And you're sickened. And you're slowed. I literally... And I'm a dwarf, so I can't get over to you. 
in, a, in enough time, even with my like ability to stride and use something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I need you to get to me, essentially. And it kind of seems like it's not actually you being possessed in order to like kill us and help it, but just that like you can't get any benefits from us. Um, it's not easy. Uh, it actually, it does. Say, it doesn't say that Drosharis doesn't get benefits of allies flanking. Just Drosharis doesn't count as an ally for the purposes of providing flanking. Mm. Okay, so I could use Watson to flank Val. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice. Here's what Watson is going to do. Excellent. With the first action, mm-hmm. he's going to use overwhelming energy, basically meta magic, okay, to ignore 17 resistance. Oh, okay. And he's going to cast a ninth level spell called Meteor Swarm. Yes, do oh, it. Sh- great spell. Oh, yeah. So we're talk just us gonna blow up this storm. entire fucking room. Essentially, let's do it. All right, with all the people in here. I yes. came here to die, motherfuckers. <laughs> Joke's on you. Read us Meteor Storm, The Trent. range is 500 feet. Actually, you know what, Trent? <laughs> Let me say that again. Read us Meteor Storm. There's a room for that. I would love to. <laughs> okay. Meteor Swarm. Four 40-foot bursts Ooh. that cannot overlap. Fair. You call down four meteors that okay. explode in a fiery blast. Each meteor deals 6d10 bludgeoning damage to any creatures in a 10-foot burst at the center of its area of effect before exploding, dealing 14d6 fire damage to any creatures in its 40-foot burst. The meteor's central 10-foot bursts can't overlap, and the creature attempts only one saving throw against the spell no matter how many overlapping explosions it's caught in. Oh, interesting. They can take each type of damage only once. The saving throw applies to both the bludgeoning and the fire damage. Okay. So are you going to, because this creature is big enough, are you going to put all four on different corners of it? Yes. And so from what I understand, it will take the blasts four times and then the explosions four times from the overlapping out because the creature is so big. They can take each type of damage only once. Ah. So I think I'm actually throwing one at the creature. Sure. Two at these dudes. And one just like over there. Are Are you trying to like make a hole in the building? Or just generically? Fuck yeah, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Blow, just like shoot the whole front door. Is this the wall? I guess that's true. Let's send three here at the entrance to the to the monastery and just one at the creature. Yeah. We're either sealing us in or letting us out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two. Well, this. so what does it do to this thing's resistance? Because it has some resistance. Mine, it loses 17, 17. resistance. Yeah. To, well, let me check what oh, it says, though. Oh, shit. Okay. Wow. So it is. All right. This die has been rolling so hot for me tonight. I'm I'll take need it. this save. <laughs> um, 17 resistance to acid, cold, electricity, fire, or sonic. So only to the fire. Okay. The bludgeoning is not going to have that happen to it. Okay. So let's talk. What's this DC? 39. And it's a reflex save? It is a reflex save. Oof. Probably okay. low for that thing. Yeah. No? I mean, it's pretty large. It's pretty high level. Well, yeah. All right. That's I just mean of, like, of its three. Bad, I would yeah. assume that would be lower, but okay. It's going to succeed. Okay, with so a forty-four. Okay. okay, so we'll take half damage. Yes. So, so let's start with the bludgeoning. Start damage. with the bludgeoning. Six d ten. Okay. God. While this is happening, I'm going to do baby. some. I'm going to do some batch rolling on the assassins and the gray gardener generals. Yeah. So. 
19, so 9. God, that's so sad. Okay. 9 damage. From the bludgeoning? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the... That's it? I, I, I'm batch rolling. One second. I'm batch rolling for the assassins. They fail. I'm just going to take them all as one group. You'll understand why in a second. Can he use the a hero patch to reroll that damage? No, only d20s. I don't even think it... That, that is really low rolls, but like it's going to have whatever I roll anyway. All right. So. And then the director generals will crit saves, both of them. Yikes. Because there's 10 over there, so I'm just going to batch roll them for this. Gotcha. Because I'm not rolling 10 individual saves and tracking that. Yeah. Okay. And then the fire is 14d6. Give me one second. So what's the damage from this first one? From the bludgeoning? Yeah. Was nine. Total or halved? That's halved. Okay. Because the assassins will take full. It will take nine. Which was Uh, a 19. Actually, it does get its resistance to that. So it takes none of that. Of course. Of course. Of course. But now the, now the explosions go off, and it's the same save against both, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the assassins will take full. The director generals will take none on this. On the fire? Yeah. They crit saved on their saves. The full damage for fire is 52. Okay. So it'll half. The assassins will take the full 52. The assassins, uh, are you? I mean, you just did a lot of damage to them. Uh, it'll take half of 52, 26. That all goes through, though. Mm. And that's your turn, right? That is One for Metamagic, two for the spell. Yep. Hey, Fox, it's your turn. Although, hang on. Oh, yeah. Because it's a 40-foot burst, sure. this is almost definitely hitting us as well. Uh, No, you Oof. could position it just right to miss at 40 feet, because that's, if you did it there... Like over on that end of it? Yeah, okay. if you perfectly target it, so the edge of 10 is it, and then 40 is, you could just barely cool. miss the group. You and have then just, this entire fucking just wall is probably up. gone. Can you imagine being in this room where, like, it's just chaos, a giant death monster, and then meteors raining down everywhere? Watson's just like, pulling them from the sky. <laughs> boom, boom. A storm druid really owning that shit. All right, Fox, it's your turn. As you start your turn, you're inside of the soul bleed aura. Yeah. Go ahead and give me a fortitude save. I use my little, my little weed eye. Did you do any damage to the wall? Oh, like, yeah. Okay. Oh, this entire wall is gone. Yeah. Right. It, well, it's not gone, but it's very damaged, <laughs> okay. and there's some openings. People are obviously trying to get... You, you know, what you're seeing is that people are trying to get out of here. Their life's okay. getting drained out of them, and the gardeners are trying to keep them in here. Um, You got this. I believe in you. 44. You save. Okay. You are going to take some damage. You do not suffer the other effects. Okay. A uh, bit of a middling... Roll here 14 points of negative damage as you start your turn. Minus five because I have negative resistance. Oh, hell yeah. It's a nine. Yep. All right. And now it's your turn. Amazing. Okay. Fox is going to cast haste on himself. Nice. Yes. The actual spell haste, not the. Okay. So um, two actions. Boom, boom, haste it is has a been two cast. Action haste. So you have two actions left this turn. By the way, Val, you're on deck. And I will say that because this came out, because this is something that is of the blade, this is your lead, as you call cool. the blade. Um, That's great. <laughs> That's useful. I feel really good about it. <laughs> I'm going to try and DC 40 medicine, battle medicine myself. Go for it. Oh, come on. You got I need this. a decent roll. You got a patch, I think, floating around over there. I might have hit it. Let's see. I rolled an 11. 
Oh. Plus. We got this. Where are we at? Medicine. Twenty-seven. So I missed it. You gonna patch that? Or are you just gonna take it and roll? You got one action left, regardless. If I if I am unsuccessful, can I try again? Yes, it's just action economy okay. lost. That's how and I've always I'm gonna, played it. I'm gonna lose it for now. Okay. And I'm gonna move. How high are the ceilings in here? Uh, the ceilings in here are like I think they say it's just like 85, 90 feet. Okay, I'm going. I'm going to the top by the hole in the ceiling. Yep. That leads to the to the other room. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Val, it's your turn. Um, okay, so because this is my lead, I will do the free stratagem roll at this time against this thing. Go ahead and let me know your occultism bonus, because you'll also, I'm assuming, recall knowledge. What the hell is this thing? (laughs) Okay, that was not as bad as I thought it was, but it's still pretty bad. Uh, Okay, (laughs) yes, the occultism is plus 24. Okay. That's not bad at all. Uh, You don't know anything about this creature. Okay, so uh, I don't like the stratagem roll that I got against it, so mm-hmm. I just want to recall knowledge as an action. Can I do that again? Sure. Those are also secret rolls on my part. Okay. So for the remainder of your actions for the turn? Or yeah. just one? I mean, I don't think that like shooting into a giant smoke death monster is really going to do much good. Uh, despite it being somewhat incorporeal, you cover if you want to take cover like could improve your ac against it like just finding a corner to hide behind all right i'll do that and i guess she would also kind of try to look for any other kind of exit the only other exit you could think of and i'm just gonna give you this as a freebie as an investigator would be trying to jump into the river out the way and then that water dancer is gonna kill me (laughs) yeah right (laughs) that that is a possibility (laughs) i was like oh well when are we ever gonna need to get in the river uh, so if you want to move behind cover, uh, uh, yes, move I move behind Watson. Um, if you want to move there and then additionally, if you want to take a second action to improve your cover, that imp- increases the AC, but you'll need to be not just behind a person, but behind like an object or around a corner or something. But there's lots of that in the map. You can kind of see that. Yeah, I think I'll do that until I can figure out whether or not it's actually going to do any good to try to fight it. Up to you. So. Go ahead and pick your spot on the map near you where you go and just like hide behind a piece of furniture or something. I think there's even some furniture in that little alcove behind you. She's a coward. So one action to move, <laughs> one action to improve your cover, and then you're going to try to recall knowledge? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're not, you're still, you're observing it. You're just not able to pull any details out of it yet. Oh, sorry. At the beginning of your turn, you also have the uh, the aura. Uh. So, oof. Ooh. Okay. That's a much better roll than normal. You're going to take 23 points of negative energy damage. And go ahead and give me a fortitude save as well. All right. Yikes. And on deck is Trosharis. I'm so excited. It's a 32 to see what I can do. fortitude save. 32. Uh, that's a critical failure. Uh. So actually, you wouldn't have had that lax action to recall knowledge because not only are you doomed, doomed. one. Yeah. Oh no, you are just doomed one. That's it. Okay. So anyone here know how bad. doomed works? I think I, I know how up. doomed works, right? It, Let's it, see. It says, that, "I'll take this one if you want." Are you? This is my what I, I think it is, but you sure. can absolutely correct me. Uh, you, when you go down and you're doomed, you go down the amount. 
less. Yeah. So if, if you're doomed dying. one, die at dying three instead of dying four. Right. But here's the thing about doomed. If you ever become doomed four, you just instantly die. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. But you're well, no longer doomed once you die. The good yeah. thing is... <laughs> that's great. That's good. Uh, and, and just a reminder, some of us are, like, wounded too already. Uh, no, no. Uh, Watson healing before he came in here, all the wounded conditions are cleared. Watson's oh, healing. Oh, that cleared them all? Yep. Oh, good. God, I was, like, mm-hmm. walking around with that. Uh, I'll give you all something. Day. I will give you something on this. This is a little bit of a look behind the creature, but I think it might give you some context to what's going on here, Jane. If a creature is 13th level or lower, the doomed condition from this is cumulative. So right now, it will you it won't rise beyond doomed one for you. But for every person in this room, all the people inside, it's four turns until they're permanently dead. Wow. Yikes. Okay. All right, Drashar, it's your turn. They should have worked out harder and become heroes like us. Can you talk to me about what I can do, what I can't do? I'm possessed, right? No. You just feel so angry at everyone around you that you're not going to help any of your allies or try to be an ally to them. Okay. So you just, you're just your normal you. You're just really pissed. Okay. Okay. Um, What are you doing? Jasharis is going up towards the Grey Gardeners at the door. Okay. And I'm going to try to make a hole. Okay. You want to do this? How do you want to do this? You move up, you dash up towards the Grey Gardeners. And I'll work on killing this one here. Okay. In the front. Sure. Give me an attack roll. Oh, there's all these people in here panicking and screaming. Do you say anything to the people as you're as you're rushing the doors? Um, yeah, yo, we have to get out, <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, motherfuckers, <laughs> it's fucked, guys. We got it. These get guys out. suck. Follow me. Okay, so give me an attack roll, and then also give me a, a diplomacy or intimidation check. Um, okay. So the the roll was. 36. 36 uh, hits one of these Grey Gardeners. Okay. And then... Give me that. Well, I have the other die, the Diplomacy. I'm actually going to use Intimidation. Sure. 43. The the party goers start charging the Gardeners with you. Amazing. Hell yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So I hit the one. Yeah. And when I'm slowed, how many actions do I have? Two. Two actions. You lose one action. Okay. And you're sick in two, so it's like a minus two on everything. Yeah, the that part is. is you got in a hero lab. You're good. Yeah. So you you so you've moved and attacked. This will be the, this will yep. be the end of your turn. Twenty five points of damage to that guy. All right, that's pretty substantial. You're taking them down to about half health. Yeah. So you're looking around the room. There's this giant colossal amalgamation of undead spirits. The Grey Gardeners are barring what's left of the doors after Watson struck them with meteors. The party goers are rushing them with you. Are you going to live? Are you going to die? The only way to find out is to tune in next week. Oh my God. No, absolutely not. The Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at Live to Die Pod. Leave a review and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com.